Hey guys, it's Kenzie, and welcome back to the Keep It Colorful podcast. I'm so sorry if I don't sound as enthusiastic as in some previous episodes. It is pretty early in the morning, and I've only had, like, four sips of my coffee, and I'm not normally a fun person or a chatty person without coffee, so... The fact that I'm even talking right now is, like, a miracle. So, um, the reason that I'm up and recording this podcast, what feels like 4 a.m., it's not, but it feels like it, is because I actually have my recital tonight. I've had rehearsals all week long, um, so I haven't been able to pre-record anything, and I got up this morning and was like, wow, uh, it's Friday, I need to post podcasts, but I have recital tonight, um... So, can't really do that. Uh, can't really post any later. And I was like, just get on top of it. Just do it. Get it done. Get out of the way. Get an episode up for you guys. And then go to recital. So, I got a lot of work ahead of me. <laughs> My recital starts at like 6 tonight. And I'm actually really excited. I, it feels weird that it's like over. I, I don't know. It's kind of like the end of a sports season. If you like play any sports and you're like, oh, it's like the championship game, right? That's kind of what it feels like, except for this year it's a little sad because my team, um, there's five of us, including me, two of the five of us are graduating this year, and that's really sad because they've become my family, and over this year we've just bonded so much, and now I have to say goodbye, and neither of them are going far from home, which is nice. I'll still be able to see them, but it's kind of the same idea as like last episode that I touched on is that it's never going to be the same again, and that is something that makes me really sad, and it's difficult for me because, like I said in the last episode, if you listened, I'm not the biggest fan of change, so having to say goodbye to them is going to be really tough. This is our first show. Um, This Friday night show is our first one. We have three more on Saturday, so I feel like I'm not going to get too sad today. Like, I'm going to be sad, but I probably won't, like, ball my eyes out the whole time just because I know I still have three more shows with them. I do think that the Saturday night show is going to be pretty rough, but, well, that's that's a problem we will tackle when we get to it. <laughs> so, that's pretty much it for tonight. What else is going on in my life today? That I think that's really it. I'm just... I've got a lot going on with recital. It's honestly just a crazy time of year for everyone. It's the end of the season, and it's really late this year. Normally, we have it at the end of June, and it's mid-July, so it kind of feels weird to still be dancing, but I love it because I love dancing, and I'm getting more of it, but also that kind of means that my summer is cut shorter, which, you know, is what it is, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty much the plan for tonight. Um, I'm a little stressed. I'm not gonna lie. I'm terrified. I'm gonna go up there and just blank and I'm not going to like I have been dancing for pretty much 15 years, I think, which is crazy, but I've been dancing for my entire life. Um, considering I'm 17. I started when I was two and I've never like had a bad recital because I always just go up there and like get done what needs to be done. Like, don't get me wrong. I've messed up and there's definitely been dances where I've like screwed something up or I forgot something. And cause that happens, like we're human, it's life, shit happens. But I've never walked out of a recital and been like, wow, that was a shit show. Like I really just messed that up because I know at the end of the day, if I do my best, I'm proud. 
But I am a little nervous. Um, I always get these, like, pre-show jitters. It's worse at competitions, though. We were actually, I was talking about this with my team, actually. It's 100% worse at competitions um, because it's so much more intense. Like, you have people judging you. They're literally getting paid to sit there and judge everything you do. So, like, one little mistake, one little mess up, you do one arm wrong, and it's like, oh, crap, we just lost points. Where at recital, it's just to make other people happy. Like, your family is just there to watch you dance and enjoy it. Your friends, your grandparents, whoever's there is just there to watch you and enjoy it. They don't care if you land, like, every single jump and every single turn perfectly. Like, our teachers do and we do. But our family, honestly, at the end of the day, just loves to see us doing what we love and happy on the stage. So that definitely makes me less nervous to think about that. Which is, which is good because nerves are not always fun. They definitely, I don't like the pit, my stomach feeling. Some people like, like that. Um, they're like, oh, I like the feeling of being nervous, which I don't understand it, but I hate that feeling of like the pit in your stomach. It makes me feel like I'm gonna like hurl. Ugh, not a fan. What else is new? Um, the other night, actually, my boyfriend came over and brought this game. It's called Let's Get Deep. I think it's like some couples game. I don't know. But the whole point of the game is to like get to know the other person better, but it has like stages to it. So like the first stage is like kind of like I I, I said fluff questions. <laughs> so it's like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite meal? Like stuff like that, like things that like you would know about any person you've put any time into. And then there's like the next stage, which is like a little bit deeper, like you're getting more into things that you don't know about everybody, but you know about people you're really close with. And then there's like the deepest stage, which is like things nobody really knows about you. Like, I don't know, but <laughs> that's not the point of like, I'm just telling you, this is where I get the idea for this podcast from. This is really not like, I don't need to talk about this game for 20 minutes, but this is where um, kind of what I want to talk about today comes from. So I want to give you guys a little context. So he brings his game over the other day, and it kind of got me thinking, like, how little people actually know about us. I don't know. Is it, Maybe that's just me, but I feel like it's so weird that people make all of, like, these judgments and assumptions, like, all day long about us. Everyone is constantly, like, judging other people or assuming things about other people, but at the end of the day, like, there's a very select few, like, probably a handful of people that actually know me, like, the real me the true honest me, know a crap ton about me, like arguably more than I know about myself, there's only a handful. And that's so weird because it feels sometimes like I share so much of my life with other people because of social media and just honestly because I'm a very open person. I like to talk. And I think that it sometimes feels like everybody knows everything about me. But then at the end of the day, like I sit down and I'm like, wow, nobody knows like I don't know, just nobody knows the real me, it feels like. It kind of feels like people know the fluff. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna use this game as the description of how I feel as though people know me. So it kind of feels like people know the fluff or like the first stage. So it's like most people in my life could tell you my favorite color. Most people know like those simple things. Like, yeah, they know I dance. I'm at dance every single night of the week. Like if you've ever met me before, you know I'm a dancer. They know that my favorite color is yellow because I talk about it all the time. They know that I like social media because I post TikToks every other day. Like, it's it's pretty easy stuff to know if you put any time into thinking or wondering who I am. 
And I feel like I would say probably 98% of the people in my life know most of the fluff questions. And even honestly, some people that like aren't in my life, like people on social media that I've never met before, or honestly, sometimes even people like I've never had a straight up conversation before, conversation with before, not conversation before, that I've never even had a straight up conversation with before could probably tell you some of these things. And that, that feels pretty normal to me that like people know the fluff about me, whatever. So then the next stage is like the deep stage, right? Like the it's questions that, like, some people know, but not everybody knows, and I feel like probably I could name, like, four or five people that, like, know me this way, which is weird because I know so many people that are confident in this, like, fluff stage, but then I could only name probably four or five people that, like, know me this way, maybe a little bit more than that, but, like, probably four or five people that know me this way, that know these things about me that, like, not everybody knows and I'm not necessarily comfortable, like, sharing with the world because it's things that, like, you don't need to know to know me as a person. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's not true. (laughs) That's not true at all, actually. To know these things, you know me better as a person. But, like, to know what kind of person I am at my core, you don't necessarily need to know these things. Like, to know that I'm a good person or a good friend or whatever, you don't necessarily need to know these things about me. And honestly, most people don't enjoy sharing this stage about themselves as much just because it's personal. And sometimes sharing our personal lives and things that aren't necessarily, like, 100% perfect or 100% like, oh yeah, like, this is the best part about me, sometimes it can be scary to share those things. And then there's the last stage, which is the deepest stage. It's like, these are the things that, like, you keep, I don't know, like, built up and, like, you don't really tell people. That stage is absolutely terrifying to me. I don't know if this applies to anybody else, but that scares the absolute crap out of me. Like, people knowing that part of me, I don't know why. It just really scares me. And I could probably name, like, two people off the top of my head that, like, actually know some of the things in that, like, file. I don't know. (laughs) It just, like, scares me. The idea of sharing myself... I just hit my garbage bin that I have my mic set up on because I'm definitely a professional. I don't know why that scares me so much. The idea of people, like, actually knowing the parts of me that, like, I don't really like talking about. That genuinely terrifies me. And I know the whole idea of, like, you have to share those things to, like, really, really know somebody. I don't know. I just don't like doing it. I don't know. (laughs) It's not even like I have some, like, dark, twisted secret that, like, I don't want the world to know. It's not like I'm a murderer or I'm out, like, I don't know, slinging drugs or... (laughs) Is that even a term? Slinging drugs? I don't know. Like, it's not like I'm out doing, like, delinquent things I don't want people to know or, like, that I'm a bad person. I don't think I'm a bad person. It's just... It's, there's something so vulnerable about sharing that part of yourself with other people. And I guess I'm just afraid of vulnerability. Like, <laughs> I think if I look at, like, the things in my life, I, I guess I'm terrified of vulnerability. I'm terrified of being vulnerable in front of other people because this goes back to me being a control freak. I love, love to be in control. I, I actually crave it. I need to be in control. Otherwise, I feel as though I'm going to actually fall apart. And I think this kind of ties back to that is like when I'm vulnerable in front of people, I lose that control like sense. I lose that feeling of like having control of the situation because when other people like are taking control and you're kind of just like sitting in the backseat and like sharing these things, 
it's like, oh crap, like I'm literally, like you're giving up all control and you're being as vulnerable as you can with this person, which is, I mean, that's like the end goal, right? Like you want to feel as though you can be vulnerable around this person and you can show them like your real self and not have to put up these fake walls that we are constantly holding all day long. And like, you don't have to pretend anymore. You can just be you, but it's genuinely terrifying. I don't know. Am I the only person who feels like this? I- Probably. I'm probably just the the one weirdo, but I don't know. I think part of this irrational fear I have of letting people see the real me is that pretty much pretty much every time in my life when I met a person that I feel I felt that I could show the real me, they just up and left. <laughs> Which is like really depressing and I don't know why I'm laughing about it, but pretty much every person that I've genuinely been like, okay, I trust this person enough to show the real me and tell them things that I might not want to tell the world, but I feel comfortable telling them has left me. Um, not all of them, but most of them. And I'm not loving that statistic. I'm really not. So I guess I am kind of just so closed off now that it's really difficult to get me to the point where I'm willing to share that stage. Like I am such a closed off person And I know lots of other people who are like that. There's very few people that I've met that are like open book, walls down kind of person. And normally, I don't want to say that because that's not necessarily true. Some people are just really good at like letting it go and moving on with life. But I feel like most of the time, people who have those walls up and have those guards up constantly are people who have been hurt and people who have been betrayed and have felt that pain before and are terrified to feel it again. And I would throw myself in that category. And honestly, most people, most people have felt that kind of mistrust in their life before. And that is why they build these walls up so freaking high because they don't want them to be torn down again because they felt that pain once and they really don't want to feel it again. Social media takes this idea to a whole new level because I am literally sharing my life with thousands of people, right? So I have, on TikTok, I have like, a few thousand followers, right? And it's nothing crazy. Like, it's not like I have millions of followers who are, like, constantly, like, wondering about my life. But if you think about it, like, a thousand people in a room, like, if you were in a room with a thousand other people, that is a shit ton of people. That is a lot of people in a crowded room. So I share my life with a good chunk of people. And they know nothing about me except for what I'm willing to share. And social media is this crazy idea, like, there's all these celebrities, right, or, like, famous people who post constantly about their lives. Like, you know so much about their lives because they choose to bring you a part of it. But then there's this idea that people assume they know these people, like, on that deeper level and not on this, like, fluff slash deep surface awkward level that these people allow. They're like, oh, yeah, I know you because I'm a part of your life because I see you on social media or YouTube or every single day, right? You see these people or TikTok like every single day and then you get this idea in your head that like you know this person, but you don't. And so then people make these assumptions and these judgments and they are like constantly crapping on these people and they're like, well, you wouldn't do that. That's not how a person like you would act. That's not how like the person I know would act. And they're like, you don't know me. Like, you don't know me at all. I choose what I share, right? That's the whole idea of social media is you get to pick what you post. And some people, yeah, they really do take it to that deeper level because they feel comfortable and like, whatever, it's your life, do what you want. 
but they take it to that deeper level and they share things about themselves on social media that are pretty intense and pretty like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe you just said that. Like, I would never tell anybody that. But most people keep it on that like fluff-ish level because like there's so many people in the world and like I said earlier, it's not always a fun thing. Like it can be scary. I want people to know the real me. I really, really do. And I think on this podcast, I kind of share a lot more than I would if I didn't have this podcast. But I want people to know the real me. But on the same page, I think that boundaries can be healthy. I don't think that building your walls up so high that nobody can ever break them is necessarily healthy. And I'm working on it. But I think that Having healthy boundaries is not a bad thing. Having boundaries that are not so restrictive can be healthy because there's some things that the internet doesn't deserve to know. There's some things that honestly, even some people don't deserve to know. You don't have to share every single little thing about you. Some things are better just kept to yourself if that's what you want. So I guess what I'm saying here is, Never be afraid to show people who you really are and to get to those deeper stages and don't just live in the fluff, the easy, not difficult, not challenging place. But on the same page, realize that it's okay to not share your entire life with other people and that it's okay to have boundaries. And I will continue to try and be more open and to break my walls down and I encourage you to do the same as well because Living your life with those walls up constantly not only is exhausting and a lot of work, but also sometimes I think it can be really rewarding to share with others. It can almost feel like you're like lifting a weight off your shoulders to share things with other people that you've had pent up and built up inside and you've been too scared to talk about. But just make sure you find the right person first. So that's it for the topic of today's episode. Moving on, we are going to do our high-low because, you know, we always do them. And I, I got to just stop saying, like, oh, you know, like, we do it every episode. Like, obviously, we do it every episode. If you've watched any other episode, you know, we do a high-low. So, <laughs> we're just going to do the high-low. I'm just going to stop talking. If you're new and you don't know what high-low is, I will explain it very quickly. It is a game I play with my family at the dinner table where you start with your low of the day because it's good to get the gunky stuff out. But then you end with your high of the day because, or I guess like the week, it doesn't always have to be the day. We, we change it up sometimes, but then you end with your high, which is the best thing that's happened and it's good to end on a high note. So that's why we do it in that order. Okay. My low, what has been my low recently? Well, I have a, I have a few lows, so I guess I'll just share some. My back has been killing me. Um, I have a lot of back problems. Uh, I know I'm literally 17 and I'm like, oh, I have back problems. But like I do. Um, I am a very flexible person. I do lots of like tricks and like flips and stuff. And it's definitely taken a toll on my back over the years. It's it's quite it's in a it's in a significant amount of pain. But it's okay. We're going to push through and then take care of it after because taking care of our bodies is important, although it doesn't always feel like it is. So that's probably a low. Also, like, I am just really nervous for recital and I'm very, very sad that I have to say goodbye to my friends because I love them and I don't want this to end. It's, it feels almost like euphoric. Like, 
the feeling I get when I'm with these people and I'm performing with them. It's such a like euphoric high that I really don't want to end. And I know that next year is going to be different. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be bad or it's going to be worse. But I just really, really don't want it to end. So I'm struggling with that a little bit right now. But all good things must come to an end, right? Um, My high, though, is that it is recital weekend. And this is something we've been working towards and fighting for and building up to literally all year long. So it's super exciting that we're going to get to see all our hard work pay off. Plus, I'm super excited to see my friends perform their dances and see my family come and support me because they're amazing. And yeah, so that's super exciting and I'm really excited to do all of that. Okay, I'm going to go finish my coffee and eat my breakfast, which my dad brought upstairs to me. He scared the crud out of me. I'm literally, I was literally like recording a chunk and my door just opened and I thought it was a ghost, but it was my dad bringing me breakfast because he's the cutest. So I'm going to go eat my breakfast. I don't even know what it is, but it smells really good. And edit this podcast episode so I can get it up for you guys today. Yeah, so that that's it. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. I hope that you smile and that you laugh and when you go to bed tonight, you feel happy. So yeah, I love you guys and I will see you guys somewhere else on the internet. Peace. <laughs>